Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Welcome to the NXT preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh! Reviews, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Sidric to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT and all the fallout from NXT Deadline. You are gutted that after tomorrow, you're not going to be able to say that again for another year. I'm, I, I, I genuinely really enjoyed that premium live event, and I do think. That the Iron Survivor Challenge somehow sort of worked. It's a weird, complicated mess, but the right people won in Roxanne Perez and, and Grace and Bloody Waller um, to add intrigue to tonight's show. And yeah, did you see the gooey referee? Like, what more do you want? I don't know. Well, you got the full composite NXT experience in Deadline. Um, I've got a message, okay, oh? to everybody that I read or listened to in the pro wrestling media when the match was first announced other than us that message is this <laughs> because the general chatter about the match was it's this insistence and I'm guilty of it sometimes but please be aware that I'm only talking to the small, obnoxious, but very visible sample I see on Twitter. Whenever I bury the wrestling fan, it's just the dickheads in my replies. Yeah. 
And the, and whenever I say how some wrestling fans don't get this about it, it's just them. Yeah, it's, it's just them. It's like when you people say, oh, there's always that one person in the group that blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And if you can't think of who that is in your group, it's you. Yeah. If you can hear the message coming from Michael Sidgwick, chances are he's not aiming at that you. Absolutely. And uh, look, I'm sometimes guilty of writing to them, but it's just cathartic. So I'm going to continue to do it as a little treat to myself every now and then. But so many people in the wrestling media that I listened to or read when the rules were announced for the Iron Survivor channel Challenge did what they do. And it's becoming really prevalent and it's really starting to wind me up. How are wrestling fans going to understand this? They're simple, dim-witted folk with their stupid heads and their <laughs> stupid opinions and their inability to follow things and they need their hands held throughout the storylines and they need certain things to be screamed repeatedly into their ears <laughs> so they are reminded of the thing they saw last week. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, well, no one's going to understand this. It's like, well, they are because it's really quite simple. And if WWE can do nothing else, they can produce something in a glossy, clear way that makes everything obvious. If they can do nothing else, they can do exposition, mm. okay? Um, and funnily enough, we said at the time, it's not that complicated. People aren't that stupid. They'll be able to visually convey where everyone is at the match. You'll not get confused. And lo and behold, it was a... Fairly coherent yeah, and very exciting match. And the one thing I did have a problem with was the what I perceived to be a flaw in, well, when do you enter? And you get the chance to um, rack up yeah. so many pins before the fifth person comes in. Maybe I didn't pay enough attention to the penalty box aspect. Penalty box. The penalty box. But ultimately, they... Maybe I did need the wrestler to scream in my ear because on the go-home show, they discussed, well, where do you want to go? Well, on one hand, I could go to the start, but maybe you want to go to the end. And it turns out the Grayson Waller brilliant story beat was that, you know, going in at the end, if you've got that right character, who can be this sneaky, opportunistic weasel, it's better to go in last. This has got legs. started. Yeah. Yeah. So it works both ways. This has got legs. I, we said, and we hate this show, really. <laughs> well, we love it, but we fundamentally know it's very bad and very stupid. Yeah. But we said all along, it's going to be fine. Think better of your bloody wrestling fans mm. who subscribe to your podcasts and read your bloody articles. Yeah, I thought it was really obvious. You know, me and me and Hamlet reviewed it. You can go and check out that podcast right now, wherever you get your podcast from, What Culture Wrestling. Um it's really simple. They had all the names at the bottom of the screen. If they hadn't come in yet, that name was sort of greyed out. If they were in the penalty box, a little timer came up to tell you how long left till they were coming in. There was the timer obviously telling you how long's gone in the match because it's 25 minutes. They explicitly said, look, I know, in both the women's and the men's, there's like three or four people all tied on a certain number of points. If that's the case, boom, we go to sudden death. We didn't need it in either scenario, but it's good to know that they've accommodated for that fact. Um... And arguably, we thought about this after the event, it makes more sense than the Elimination Chamber. And what I mean by that is, how many times in the Elimination Chamber have you and I watched it, and there's like someone hits a big move, and they go, one, two, oh, so-and-so breaks up the fall. And you're why like, would you do that? Why? This makes sense. Yes, you know, it doesn't really matter because the other person gets eliminated into the penalty box, 
but the other person goes a point ahead of you. So obviously stop any and all pinfalls and submissions. Um, and I will say, I thought, you know, for obviously re- obvious reasons, Roxanne Perez and Grayson Waller came out of it looking great. Surprise, Carmelo Hayes is mint. Newsflash, Axiom can do some bonkers stuff, including jumping out of the penalty box. But I gotta give credit, and Joe Gacy looked good as well in the in the. It's men's a very match. good work. I trapped in a horrendous gimmick. I gotta give credit to the two people who both scored zero points in the um, Iron Survivor challenges because I thought JD McDonough and in particular Kiana James performed exceptionally. So a real, a real, real credit to them. Um, but yeah, uh, following on from that, we said we've said for quite some time. That despite the fact she's challenged for the title, this isn't a, oh, you just get another go, do you? There's a storyline there with Roxanne Perez and Mandy Rose, and we think probably Roxanne Perez should be the person to dethrone Mandy. And as a spoiler, as a not you to dethrone Bron Breaker, Grayson, well, you couldn't pick a better person than Grayson Bloody Waller. No, absolutely not. I genuinely think and indeed hope that both titles change hands on the back of the results of the Iron Survivor Challenges. I think it would be stupid, absolutely stupid, um, if they don't have at least one Iron Survivor go on to win the title. Yes. You want to, because you've actually struck something here. You've done what... It's never going to be original Hell in a Cell, original War Games, the first ladder match, the first TLC. But this is one of the better, unique WWE stipulations um, that they've experimented with, and this is actually a success. I think that you're gonna, it's going to be hard to replicate the magic, but in a different way to Stadium Stampede that had a certain shelf life that they kind of took too far the second time around. I think Anarchy in the Arena can be the staple, and in fact, I would prefer it to be the staple faction war ahead of Blood and Guts. They'll probably do two going forward mm. every single year, but if they had to pick one, Anarchy in the Arena was just a joy, and I think that the elite in such a match could do something incredible with it oh, as well, yeah. especially Kenny Omega with his... Like, he was a big part of getting Stadium Stampede done. Obviously, the way he got his job with DDT in the first place. If you haven't checked out what is ostensibly Kenny Omega's DDT audition match, where he has a match with one of his old best friends in like 2006 or seven or seven, it would have been, I think. Go and watch it. He has a match in someone's cabin in the surrounding area. And it's <laughs> absolutely incredible. Um, so he could do something with anarchy in the arena. But in terms of a WWE-specific new gimmick match, this is it. I yeah. think they've got something here. But to establish it, the way they established the Money in the Bank briefcase, perfect. Um the way they established Hell in the Cell by making it momentous with the debut of Kane. <laughs> I think at least one person needs to win this so that uh, the belt coming off this match, so that when they do it again at next year's deadline, if Papa H doesn't take it for himself before that, which is be what surprised. That's what NXT's there for. Yeah. That's what it's there for. It's to come up with good new ideas and talent and character and direction so that if it works, right, okay, let's make actual money off it. He should steal this. That's what NXT is there for. And... If you're going to do that, sorry to jump in, if you're going to nick that and take it to the main roster, which I'm absolutely fine with, genuinely. That's what NXT should function as. NXT deadline still works as a championship scramble. Yeah. Because that's I liked that back in the day. Yeah. That needed tweaking, and this is the be- and this is maybe the tweak it needed all along. Um, yep. 
again, you need to establish this. Yes. The next time they do it, to have any weight, it's like, oh, well, this is really interesting because there's a really good chance that whoever wins this is your next champion. So nothing else if you're adding drama for a year down the line. And look, Breaker's had his run. Mm. I don't think it can get... I wouldn't say it's peaked. It's still enjoyable enough in its own stupid, but also great way. Um, but Waller is, I think, the guy. And the Rumble's the perfect time to Bron Breaker arrive. On the With main roster. Breaker, you could easily, easily, easily preserve something at the same time as getting him over. Total Rampage, pick, what's the record? Not the Saudi record, but the Kane Roman record. 12, 15, something like that. That is a lot. Basically, you could have him go on a Rampage. It even gets to his seventh. You don't have to do like, he doesn't have to go one shy. You could just put the suggestion in there of, oh my God, if he continues like this, yeah. he's going to break the record. And then he could get unfairly eliminated by someone who's eliminated him. And I know it makes no sense, but you're not looking for WWE for logic. That's how you could build Breakers WrestleMania program. Mm, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, Mandy Rose, you know, same amount of days she's had as the champion. And if you want to bring her back to the main roster, I mean, that women's division is looking stacked or more stacked, I should say, on the main roster. Um, you know, she's, I think she's developed in developmental, in a weird way round, having come down from the main roster. But, um, yeah, it feels like a time to drop the title, and it's Roxanne Perez ever, would be the perfect. Yeah, it's only ever been a nominal achievement, I think. Roxanne Perez is clearly the best, or at least the most promising. Let's not discount someone like Alba Fire. No, yeah. Um, but Roxanne Perez is clearly the brightest prospect. I think it'll be a really good look for WWE to belt up someone in their 20s when the product, despite being inexplicably hot on TV, it does still feel ancient in terms mm. of the people who are on top, with the exception of Bianca Belair. Um, it does feel like with your Romans and your Drews and your Sheamuses um, and Kevin and Sammy have been in it for years as well. It needs a, it's a new youth movement, WWE, mm. I feel, and she's the best person to embody that by yeah. far. I would have, I'd honestly have both. At least one is fundamental, I think, to really put over this gimmick match, which you need to put over after it happens as well. Wrestling doesn't just stop on any given night. Mm. Um, one is a necessity. I think you're not going to find two better to dethrone these two particular characters as well. Because like, like, yeah, you essentially restore the balance, but you switch around that heel-face dynamic. You have Waller be the cock. He'd be amazing <laughs> with that title. And if you want, and you should have, a proper babyface fighting champion, so you don't have two champions just doing cheap finishes all the time, then Perez can swap for Breaker in an indirect way. I was just looking there about when... It's not very funny, this... Come! <laughs> Doesn't, I don't feel right earnestly praising NXT. Well, I'm just looking and thinking of when they're going to... One would assume New Year's Evil, which takes place, you know, when's New Year? The 10th of January, that's well, correct. that was so funny because I was like, oh my God, if Shawn Michaels... Despite being an idiot who books a cartoon, has actually struck up on something, correct? Here. I tell you what, in terms of NXT deadline, Will Bourne, Shawn Michaels had his uh, eye on the ball. And, uh, and I thought, all right, maybe this is a sad day. If NXT is getting like, competent all of a sudden, oh, wait, you think January's on the 8th and there's a bleggy referee who's being poisoned to death and no one's saying, that doesn't happen in real life. That's witchery and... Call the FBI, <laughs> the Blue Rose Task Force and the FBI, because, oh, my God, something that destroys our fundamental understanding of the material world is happening, and we should be absolutely going crazy. Oh, it's just wrestling, and it's hokey, and it's fake, and it's <laughs> rubbish. I was so grateful for that. 
Because I don't want to earnestly enjoy NXT. No, no, no. You that's not what it's there for. Yeah, that's what it's there for. Um, but yeah, that is where I think they're heading. Yeah, I'm fairly certain they're heading for both title matches. You've got a few weeks to to enjoy the journey. Um, yeah, Mandy Rose can be like, I've beaten you before, and the little Roxanne Perez, and Roxanne Perez like, he beat me before because I buggered ribs from my mate attacking me and, and what have you. Um, and yeah, Grayson Waller can just be, no offence, because we love him here, even think he's one of the best guys in NXT, an absolute bellend. Yeah, <laughs> he's great. He's great at this role. Um I don't want to bury someone to put him over. But it's Austin Theory, so I don't care. He's everything they... Everything they see in Austin Theory, I see in Grayson Waller. Mm. For that exact type of WWE, like, prototype, archetype character. Yeah. Handsome, telegenic, that specific breed of heel. Size, he's quite a tall guy. And he's just got that WWE thing that they like. Exactly. But he's very good at it. Yeah, and I, I, I you know, just I'm going to say this now just in case, you know, because we've got a bit of a gap that we'll be missing. I reckon genuinely, <laughs> I can't remember how to say this, out of all the shows, and I'm including AW Dynamite in all this, the one I might keep up with the most is NXT because I like to take a bit of a break over Christmas of just like a... Nothing but big happens. After, you know, winter is coming, yeah. nothing big happens. Wrestling needs an off-season, so we should do it on their behalf yeah. to reinvigorate our interest. But I think, you know, you and I and, and most wrestling fans are feeling kind of burnt out by this time of year. And you come back in January, you're like, right, okay, let's go. New Year's smash. Uh, Royal Rumble season starts, et cetera, et cetera. In that order for me. Yes. <laughs> um, so you, yeah, I, I sort of just dip out of it and be like, if anything's, anything's important, WWE will definitely tell me what's happened in the interim and I'll probably read about it with uh, with A-dubs. But NXT doesn't feel like watching a wrestling show. No. So I might keep in the loop there. But what I was going to say is have a Grayson Waller effect with Bron Breaker on it in the interim. They'll probably do that on the show we come back for. Um, but the opening credits should just be the shot of him laying out Bron Breaker at the end of the pay-per-view, a premium live event and what have you. Um, sticking with the... We will get to tonight's show, I promise, in a second. There's not much on it. But sticking with the premium live event, um, I think you and I went in going, you know, you'll get these number one contenders. You'll get a wacky match. We didn't probably see how quite how wacky it was going to be between Alba Fire and Lionel Dawn because they worked really well together and then the finish happened. The Fed for you. Yeah. Um, but I think we were going... That is the Fed. That, oh, that's nice, you know, main roster challengers for NXT titles that lose and make the guys look good. And we got that in the main event, Apollo Crews versus Bran Bariku, uh, with Apollo Crews going to their place. Um, but I didn't see the New Day defeating Pretty Deadly in a really fun tag match. Like, it felt like a house show match, almost, with them booty popping off against each other and the sort of four-way Eddie Guerrero. No, you've hit me with a belt spot, and they're all laying down, and the referee turns around and is like, stop pissing about, lads, come on. But yeah, New Day are NXT Tag Team Champions, and I suppose I've written what's next for them tonight. I mean, run it back with Pretty Deadly for me. I loved it. I honestly think that it's going to be very, very short-lived title reign. The idea is they want to focus on Pretty Deadly because Pretty Deadly are great, and I honestly think that they think this as well, hence why they've done it. Um, and it's a perfect time for New Day to kind of do something like this. No one is... They've basically, in canon now, have been established as the team that isn't as good as the Usos. The Usos have broke the record. Yeah, The Usos have ultimately won that sprawling 
saga on off feud that they had. The New Day passed their peak years ago, whereas the Usos as part of the bloodline are just beginning to reach another. Um, what a sensible decision. What a bold decision as well to do something like this. Mm. Completely inspired, bold, but also there's no harm in it whatsoever. The New Day aren't going to get any more over, and at this point they can't get under, so they can just book them in things like this. And I thought genuinely hats off. It was all very inspired. And the match itself, really fun, very different. Um, and I think they could do something a bit more serious to win the belts back. Mm. And ultimately, what you've done is you've done nothing to the New Day's integrity. Fans are going to just love them regardless. And what you've done is you've given the shine to Pretty Deadly. I don't think it's going to change much in terms of ratings, but I do think there's a chance that people are watching Raw and they see that little 30-second, this week on NXT, and they go... Well, yeah, what the New Day doing there? Yeah. And they've got belts. I'll oh, watch a bit of that tonight. I don't think it's going to make a you know a huge difference. Yeah. Um, but I, I, like you say, yeah, run it back with Pretty Deadly. Effectively, this could just be a dry run for literally the feud they run the first time that Pretty Deadly moves up to the main roster. Because they are main roster ready. They're not going to move up anytime soon, I don't think, because they've barely arrived in NXT. But yeah, Elton Prince, Kit Wilson are just... They know, ex- like you say, a bit like uh, Grace and Bloody Wall. They know exactly what their characters are, and they can play them to a T. Yeah, they know exactly what WWE wants of them. They've been put in this role because WWE wants characters like that. Um, they know how to game that system, that particular system. And fair play, because it's a bloody hard one to game. And certain things just don't get over. How many bloody Raw reviews have we... <laughs> committed to tape saying this isn't over this isn't over this is not over this is a bleak experience because while fundamentally and mechanically very good it's just not over pretty deadly will get over yeah. on that main roster <laughs> yes boy yes boy I haven't got to any do the side plate check I haven't got any belts that'll be if they go side plate oh no oh, they could like break. yeah love that Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal 
personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Right, let's talk about what's actually advertised for tonight's NXT, uh, one of which is a heavyweight grudge match, sort of, uh, because it is um, the lad who's just suddenly become friends with our favourite tag team, well, one of our favourite tag teams, we've got quite a few, actually, uh, Idris Nefe and Malik Blade, Odyssey Jones, and uh, the guy with the biggest heart in NXT, Van Wagner, who... I heard a report this week could be getting primed for a move to the main roster. I'm not being funny with Von Wagner, who has improved, is that the thing that he needs to learn, you're not going to find it anywhere. It cannot be learned, especially in the performance sense. Yes. Mechanically, big, raw bastard, can fly about. He was getting lost in those main event matches that I watched of his. So, yeah, he probably could do with more... Uh, reps, but the thing that is missing, you can't learn it. So there's no point in having him in the system because he's not going to learn that in any system. So yeah, maybe it's his right off. Who the hell knows? But from them, I don't know what you expect from a Von Wagner. He should be like in a tag team or a stable. If they're pushing this guy as a singles heel, it's just not going to work. He just doesn't have that. Je ne sais quoi. Mm. That those intangibles to get over, but they're going to try it, obviously. So maybe it will be the write-off, but I always appreciate a nice little industry whisper like that because it creates drama for the actual fictional product. Mm. I, I, I do think fi- he's got the heart to make on the main roster. Oh, without a doubt. And he's the, ch- the chops. He's got the... <laughs> he's got the... I want it. He's already been on... I suppose technically he's already been on the main roster, hasn't he? Because he was like security for Postman Pierce yeah, one episode. Yeah, literally one episode of SmackDown. Stole this, stole this show. Like, oh, there's our boy. I love seeing him like that. Like, this is... This is this for me is better than when you'd be like, oh, look, here's like a uh, an NXT talent working as security for Goldberg or yeah. whatever. Now, I'm like, yeah, that was nice. And yeah, some flippy indie dudes. Oh, my God, look, Von Wagner's there. I got a heart... You know, you know what they need to do? This is a genuine inspired idea. Is uh, have Von Wagner debut on SmackDown. People go, eh, can't really talk. Kind of gives me the creeps, uh, which I guess works for a heel, but I'm not drawn to him. He's not very magnetic. Put Gable Stevenson next to him. Oh, it's The Rock again. Cool. <laughs> cool, new, cool new boom period. Just dropped. <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, Vaughn, you get suddenly more charismatic? <laughs> Cable Stevenson. Watching him on SmackDown, because I just it came up on the TL. And uh, Braun Strowman tries to talk to him. He's like, give me something, man. When you when you get up here, you, you're going to get these hands. You can, maybe <laughs> you can get these hands if you want. Gable Singer, yes, I would like that. I would like that very much. I would and like that very much, Vaughn. Even, even the Milko Mania part was good, because, like, like, you just you're not holding the hose, so you can do anything. And he's just like, "Yay, he's on the hose!" Except not not like 
If it was me, I'd be like, hey! He's just like, look. Look at this. <laughs> look at Kurt Angle. He's got milk. He's got milk. The bit as well when, like, he doesn't know what camera to look at. He doesn't know nout. He knows nothing. The guy is, uh, I've got this thing right. It's a tick. I'm the most impatient guy I've ever known or that you will ever know. I just hate waiting for things. I hate not knowing things. I hate being in situations I can't escape. So I do this thing, right, where if it's like a function or I'm somewhere, I'm talking to someone and I just don't want to be there and I'm oh, I'm getting a bit like, oh, I need to get out of this, I need to get out of this. I nip my thigh just so I can feel something else <laughs> other than the frustration that's flooding through me just so I don't, because I don't want to be a rude guy. Mm. So I have to say, what well, we're going, or shut your mouth. I'm sick of your talking. <laughs> I feel like you do this a lot during the podcast. I don't, I don't no, do the yeah. podcast. If I was talking to this guy for 10 seconds, I'd be doing it. Like, I just can imagine how awkward and painful it's like, have you finished talking? Because I am. <laughs> and this story's going on a while, and uh, uh, I'd rather do this. Uh, uh, <laughs> Just some blood starts seeping through yeah, your jeans. Yeah, yeah. Well, looks like I gotta leave this conversation. Uh, I think this match isn't getting a finish. I think they're gonna break the ring or something bonkers because they're big lads, and I think they're gonna do something to set up potentially Von Wagner's departure. Ooh, big boy! Um, either could do a double count after yeah. they both explode through a table or something. Yeah. Then again, they like Von Wagner. Maybe that maybe the penalty box is inexplicably still there, and they just smashed through it or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Ultimately, as with 98% of WWE matches, and this is quite crucial to my emotional investment, I don't care who wins or loses. Mm. Um, do you care for the tag match featuring two members of Toxic Attraction, the ones that aren't Mandy Rose, um, versus Ivy Nile and Tate and Paxley? They sort of got into it backstage. I'm not sure if you saw this at NXT Deadline. Must have uh, forgot. Um because you had your tag team champions kept luckily walking in when there were two women getting interviewed or having a conversation saying, hey, maybe you're the next tag team. Take this off us. And I'm like, well, they're a tag team, and they're just two people who vaguely know each other. Yeah. But, yeah, they got into it, Ivy Nile, Tate and Paxley, uh, Gigi Jolene and JC Jane. And, uh, yeah, I think this is the beginning of the end of, of Toxic Attraction, so I don't really see how you have them start challenging again for tag titles. Unless, I suppose... But then, are the, I don't know, are the champions babyfaces or the heels? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know, really know how it works with uh, those girls who just... They love to have fun. Oh, the babyfaces are just deeply unlikable. That's it, right. <laughs> um, but look, I, I say this every time we bring her up. I love Ivy Nile. I think I want more... I, all I want from this match, because... You know, you're just developing this relationship friendship with Tate and Paxley, but it's really weird to have this strong woman who's a baby face, if that makes any sense. And, you know, Creed Brothers couldn't wrestle, so she sort of went a bit... I don't think she's a heel, but she went a bit heelish in, like, grassing him up and saying, like... And she was doing the right thing, but it's like, oh, you've taken away the Creed Brothers match from the from the premium live event. So it feels like Ivy Nile eventually is going to turn into this ass-kicking... Heel, who could be built rock quite nicely as a challenger down the road for Roxanne Perez, just because of like mm -hmm. I'm gonna snap me like a twig, basically. Um, but I want some, yeah, some freakish show of strength from her, 
more so than her entrance, which I still love, where she just holds herself up in the corner. Yeah. Like, my arms, I'd be like, how long's this music going on for if it was my entrance? Um, but yeah, who do you think wins? Toxic Attraction, Ivy Nile, Tatum Paxley. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. We'll go Diamond Mine. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think... A bit different. Yeah. I just think things have got to be, a bit like with Damage Katara on the main roster, things have got to be... Gotta be looking going, what are we doing here, guys? Wrap it up. Um one thing I am invested in, as you are, as you know, and uh I'm so invested in it, I went and read the uh the results of the dark matches from NXT deadline, and I can tell you it was a massive W for Chase U, baby! They did it on the dark match. Yeah, Andre Chase and Duke Hudson beats uh, you know, the team, obviously. I'll say one half, you say the other half. His big body happy and Zion Queen. Yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah. say that. Yeah. yeah, you know those two that have always tagged together. <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, maybe it's just me, but I'm so invested in the Duke Hudson. Where does his uh, university allegiances lie? I know where they do, and I want to. I don't know. It's just I'm into it. Yeah, every sensibility that I have, in my body ordinarily would just say this is rubbish. But my god, I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it. Andre Chase has got something, uh, something I like. And what's that uh, young enthusiastic girl called? Thea Hale? Yeah. The scrappy do of NXT. It just kind of works in a yeah. stupid, stupid way. Um, what? How's it going to, what's on the docket? Uh, it's Duke Hudson versus Damon Kemp. Oh, Christ. Um, but there's also the thing with Damon Kemp that was also NXT deadline, as you'll remember, that Drew Gulak, who's been keeping an eye on good old Charlie Dempsey, um, had a little coming together with Damon Kemp saying, oh, you know, people are here to, to wrestle. You know, I'm going to help them. Um, you know, we're just killing time. William Regal can show back up, basically. Um, so maybe this is a Damon Kemp stretches Duke Hudson or something here. Or, again, maybe Andre Chase chucks the towel in for... Duke Hudson to be like, yeah, that wasn't great, was it? Because obviously Duke the other week was like, we've got to save Andre Chase from himself. I'm intrigued by this storyline. I am. Um, Kemp could join up with the other two serious shooter guys. And, yeah, the ramifications here are interesting. The Blackpool Club of, Club of Combat. Yes, something like that. And then, uh, yeah, oh, God, it's going to look so wish if... Like Regal can't be. No, I think, I think he's from reports. He certainly can't be on screen for quite some time. Yeah, it's absolutely fair enough. They've done a magnanimous gesture. Yeah, I, I really like this between the two companies, genuinely, this. Yeah, and it's one of those where it's like, ah, oh, damn and blast. William Regal can't meekly say, sounds like a good idea. When a babyface politely requests a match. He's just had war games. His big thing's gone. His big thing's gone. He does, he does two things. Doesn't isn't William Regal a better authority figure than the rest? Yeah, because of the bar's so low in WWE yeah. that it touches the bottom of my goddamn cack. It <laughs> trails next to my foot. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. I'd, I like Chase U. Yes. Not so much that I'm like writing dissertations in my head and struggling to meet the 280 character limit on Twitter because I'm so mm. enthralled about what's happening in the Elite it's Saga. A of, it's a waste of a tweet. Don't tweet about it. There's no point tweeting about it. Oh, no, no, no. You'd get a like from me and Hamflo. Yeah, yeah, And Matt Reigns. And that'd be about it. <laughs> so I think I think people are just like, huh? 
trying to think of. What I'll tell you what, it, I like, Ch- and I, you know my love for Chase, you and Andre Chase in particular, but I love all the characters involved in this, right? But I will say this, and this is the most backhanded compliment I'm going to give. I really like Chase You from 12 p.m. on Tuesday afternoon till 12 p.m. on Wednesday afternoon. And I don't think about it for the yeah, rest of the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. I'm not sat here on Friday going, I think the big news for Chase You is going to be next week, huh? You know what? I, on the subject of things I do think about wrestling related, when I'm being like a mark idly in my own time, is what's Kenny Omega going to do at the uh, Manitoba, Winnipeg, Manitoba? Dynamite. Oh, yes. It's a match. I'm thinking too much about this, but maybe on a dynamite preview, for example. Yeah. I got out of the shower. It could the get other, talked about. I got out of the shower the other day, and whilst I was uh, toweling off, uh, I was. A hey, gooch voice, or what do you <laughs> think? The old, uh, old flat. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was thinking about stuff they could do for uh, Sammy's Zayn Bloodline Christmas. And then I suddenly, and I like. A bit like when it when I remember that England had been knocked out of the World Cup, it hit me in a wave again of like, could be all over on Friday. It could be, yeah. Roman could just take his head off. Um, it's coming soon. Mm, coming soon in the World Cup to England, by the looks of things. Uh, right, finally, Sige, tonight, big debut. We've been looking forward to this for oh, weeks. Uh, bird person. Stomp, clap, stomp, clap, stomp, stomp, clap, stomp, clap. The former, I've, I've asked this in the office, Aoife Valkyrie mm-hmm. from NXT UK, Nai, now, no, li- no, 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 Lyra, now, Lyra Valkyria, she's got, what a stupid <laughs> thing to do, why, why, right, okay, they've obviously said, right, no one who doesn't, if you don't know how to pronounce that forename, you're going to get it wrong 99 times out of 100. Aver? <laughs> That's what they're going to say in America, aren't they? So let's simplify the first name. Yeah. All right, for completely counterintuitive reasons, why don't we make the surname a bit harder? <laughs> why do one thing and then the other? Oh, they're stupid. They're stupid. Valkyrie's fine. There was a, I'm fairly certain there was like a Tom Cruise film called Valkyrie or something. I'm certain one of the famous, most famous... Um, Free use pieces of music ever. Classical music. Yeah. It's got that in the name. Lyra Valkyria. Who's arsehole, stupid assholes. So she's got wings. Is that right? Yeah, she believes she can fly. So what's... Go- Genuinely, I'm nervous, excited about this again. The, the like, We've got... Because like, I, I really like Isla Dawn. I think her and... Genuinely, I think her and Alba Fire put on a really good match. They work really well together. At the end of the day, though... In a week's time, when my memory of dead lane has faded, I'll go, oh, yeah, the goo match where she didn't miss the referee. Yeah, she just yeah. sort of touched his leg, and he went. <laughs> <laughs> like, posies over there, blading in a ring of honor. And so <laughs> cool that those things happened on the same day. So, what a cool illustration. Uh, I, um, this, the precedent that scripts... Has oh, said, God. I forgot about him. Re-attire has me rubbing my hands in schadenfreude glee at the absolute state that this poor, young, promising talent could be uh, made to look like. Yeah, her wing's going to be all over the ring by three minutes into the match. It's going to be a squash, obviously. What if it's something like uh, like the ding-dongs where the bells were coming <laughs> off? Uh, it was just like feathers everywhere. Oh, my God. Absolutely great banter. 
Who are they going to feed to her? Is it like a wrestler called Worm or something? <laughs> yes, Die Jack. <laughs> you yeah. you street what punk red. Punk red. I always call punk them red. for some reason. So, yeah, there's, 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 yeah there's, oh, it's a shame that she's still not in NXT because that'll be uh, UK because there'll be a lot of worms that they could <laughs> feed to her there. Uh, Corey Graves, Road Dog. Yeah, Road Dog's the biggest worm in all of wrestling. <laughs> hey, Tony, you're looking smooth AF. Oh, my God. Why don't you get split in half and then there'll be two of you? And then you can make my life even worse, and you already do, Road Dog, you worm. So yeah, Road Dog versus um, <laughs> Valkyria tonight. Bird person. This oh, is Road Dog. A dog versus a a bird. Who'd win in that fight? <laughs> the dog versus a bird. How big's the bird? Well, it's up against Brian James, so it's not going <laughs> to be hard. An eagle's going to beat a King Charles Cavalier. Just pick it up. Let's drop it and splat it. Um, I'll tell you it's not going to be, because I feel like Tiffany Stratton is on her way back, but uh, not until the new year. I can't wait. Oh, you got to beat, you got to lose to the bird person. Yeah. Valentina Ferros or someone like that. You usually feed people like that. Like, or Wendy Chu. Like she's going to have a character reinvention surely soon enough. Yeah, what is the entrance going to look like? Stomp. <laughs> if they don't do it, like they've missed a chance. You should broadest clay the bird person and come out and do the It's Always Sunny reference. Oh, there's so much potential in this. I mean, there isn't, but there is yeah, 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 potential yeah. for banner. Yeah, yeah. And this is what this is the best thing about NXT. You don't like something? Don't worry, something else will be along soon. Yeah. A bit like this podcast. Hey, you didn't like us talking about that? I'm sure something else will be along soon. Hey, guys. Hey, Stax. You all right, Stax? Sit here, mate. You can sit on that chair. That's him sitting on the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, uh, no hamflet this week. Oh, where's he at? Oh, I just think he's uh, he's uh, lazy. Um, I think what's happened is that he's worked extremely hard all year, and there's potentially, I think, a real strike, and he's just decided, you know what, I'm going to use... Or a kid's nativity or something, in it? That was last week. Oh, was that was his excuse last week, was it? Yeah, he's got two kids. Yeah, good point. You know what I was concerned about? Oh, what's that? What's that, Stax? I thought he might have gone to jail. Oh, wow. Why? Why would you? Yeah, why? Why would you think that? Well, uh, I knew a guy recently who got done, as you would say, for uh, stealing an advent calendar. You hear about this? I've not heard this story. That's right. One of my friends got caught stealing an advent calendar for, of course, Christmas. Uh, and uh, you know what he got? He got 25 days. It's the way I... That's not, yeah, no, I'm not finished yet. Okay, okay. I got jokes for you. I got three jokes. The rule of three jokes. That wasn't doesn't count. That's just an introductory joke into the... I love how there's like 3.5. Okay. That's my favorite thing about you, Starks. Yeah. Uh... What do you guys got going on this week anyway? What culture? Um, well, Stacks, it is the week of all going well. The office Christmas yeah. party. Oh, where's my invite, huh? Well, I checked your schedule, and I think you work in the Largo yeah. Loop on Thursday. And I know you've got this ability to <laughs> travel real quick back and 
to and fro from yeah, the Atlantic. No, I just said for a soy this on Thursday. I just remembered. Uh, okay, Stax. Did you even say it was on Thursday? I can't remember. I just okay, said it. I just okay, said it. I just said it on no, Thursday. No, you said which day it was. Because okay, it was yeah. a local that was on Thursday, oh, yeah, Stax. Yeah, it was on yeah, Thursday, well, Stax. Uh, so do you, have you got an NXT Christmas party this year? Uh, yes, and I am hoping to get a little bit of time. With Wade Barrett. Oh, I've got some bad news for you there. He's uh, he's uh, gone up to SmackDown. I wonder where he's been recently. Yeah, he's at Booker T now. Oh. Well, you know, if I'm, if I'm free, I'll maybe I'll go. Oh, okay, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Well, that gives me ideas, Sigi. Ah. i got some Christmas party jokes for you. Oh, yeah, cool. That's going to get me in the mood. Okay. What do they sing? At a snowman's Christmas party. Slash birthday party. <laughs> what would be a birthday? It's like December. Just a party. Yeah, yeah, whatever works. I was, I was, running, I was running pretty late on these jokes today. I'm not sure if you're aware of that or not. Uh, um, wait a minute. So what did this sing? Sing at a birthday. Snowman's, bar- snowman's party. Snowman's party. Um... Melting. Is there any popular songs that you can pun melt with? Snowballs. Snowballs. Carrots. Anything to do with carrots? Was it you have coal for like the eyes and stuff? I don't know, Starks. What do they sing at a snowman's party, Christmas party, birthday party, preferably birthday party, because that's how the joke goes then works? Freeze a jolly good fellow! <laughs> Oh, like for he's a jolly good. Ah. Oh, I get it, yeah. Yeah. Not your best. Um, Not your best, Dax. What is the best key to get at a Christmas party? What's the best key to get at a Christmas party? This is an obvious pun. This is an obvious pun. So, like, uh, the best key. So, like, what rhymes with key? Or you can put on the end of key. Drunky. Ooh, yeah. I hope not, because that would be. His worst work yet, if that is the punchline. He just had freeze got a jolly So what was, it, what was the punchline set up again? Uh, what is the best key? What is the best key to get at a Christmas party? Sorry, yeah, thanks for, for finishing that off for me, Sax. Um, drunky? It's good, but it's not right, Sigi. What is the best key to get at a Christmas, por- Christmas party? A turkey! <laughs> Oh, of course, oh, I'm an idiot for not getting that. Yeah, I, mean, I, I should have thought that. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't. Mm. I'm really surprised that you didn't. Um, you giving out any gifts at the World Cup Christmas party? I don't think we do Secret Santa. No, I, think I think we think gave up on that. Yeah, maybe the person cost of living crisis. They might get the money and all the rest. But I don't, I don't want to spend. I don't want to waste. I'd rather get a bottle of Orgiat syrup. So I'm running low on my Mai Tai ingredients. I'll buy you a sour, because we've not had sours really together, have we? Love a sour. Yeah, Love a let's sour. do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes you get gifts like Christmas boys. What do you call a polar bear who's wearing earmuffs that he got at the Christmas party? Um, what do you call a polar what bear? What do you call a polar bear wearing earmuffs? Ear Does it have to be the party or is it just at the end? Yeah, yeah, just think that maybe there's a lot a bit added to a joke that he's crowbarring in. Yeah, yeah, just to fit the theme. To fit the theme. Tony D's back on Saturday. So what do you get a polar bear? What do you call? A, what do you call a polar bear? All right, okay, I'm trying to work out again. I get confused by the fact that there's no Christmas party element yeah. to the joke. So what do you call 
Well, maybe you got the party Christmas, the present at the Christmas party, the polar bear Christmas party. Picture that, a polar bear. I'm picturing a polar bear wearing earmuffs. Oh, it's a crazy image stacked, honestly. Uh, What do you call a polar bear wearing earmuffs? Muff. Is there something to do with, like, warm snow or ice? Um, Coca-Cola. Polar bears on the Coca-Cola. Oh, I've stacks. I've got no idea. Okay, yeah, me. Sorry, me neither. Stacks. <laughs> uh, what do you call a polar bear wearing earmuffs that he received at the Christmas party as a present? Anything you want. He can't f- it hear you. <laughs> Boy, I don't. See you tomorrow, guys. Uh, bye, stacks. <laughs> bye, stacks. Uh, uh, I know he's not here, but. Maybe he listens back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would suggest. Well, judging by uh, what many WWE performers do, I don't think he checks anything back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would suggest that Stacks come up with his material in advance yeah, of looked, recording. I saw his notepad; it looked pretty scribbled together. Yeah, to maybe. Maybe. Oh, do you think he forgot? I get the feeling he might have forgotten. Uh, but he couldn't have forgotten because. He only knew to do jokes about the Christmas party. Well, plus he, he, told he, was the only one, he was the only one who knew he was coming on this podcast. It was a surprise to him. Yes. So. So. But any. Did he, did he know that we've got. I don't. I can't remember discussing our Christmas party plans with Stax. No. Maybe he's just heard it on another podcast. I know he doesn't listen to this podcast. But yeah, I know, but we. He, we haven't discussed it. Maybe someone's tweeted about it from the office. Yeah. That must be it. Channing he's, Lorenzo's. I've got to check out his Twitter activity. Yeah, but he hasn't got that many followers. So. It's a mystery to me, mate. Yeah. Anyway, let us know your thoughts on NXT tonight um, on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Why say you can follow both of us? You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. You can still go and check out, as I mentioned earlier, our NXT Delane review that me and Hamlet did yesterday and uh, the Raw review that me and Sidge did earlier on today is available right now. And me and Sidge will be back tomorrow to review the show formerly known as NXT Dubai. Oh! Hopefully with some better jokes from Stax. Um, but for now, this is... If he shows up, obviously, we, you know, we can't guarantee it. Uh, anyway, this has been the NXT preview. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick, to Stax, of course. Thanks, Stax. Thanks. Uh, thanks to you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 